Hey everyone, I just want to first off say thank you to everyone who keeps reaching out for all the support and to all our new listeners, just want to say welcome and so excited to have you all and just want you to know how much we appreciate each and every one of our listeners. Uh, it's, it's been so fun to watch this channel grow, to get all the messages just this week, you know, had five plus people who just from the podcast have been able to break into medical device sales, um, get multiple offers, and then also just have had people reach out being able to tell us how much we've been able to help them. Um, and, it, and it's been so sweet. And so I appreciate you guys so much. And to that point, if you guys are breaking into the industry, this is just a little plug of, we started a new podcast called First Year in Medical Device Sales. We are now on all the streaming platforms for podcast. I'm working on getting the YouTube channel ready for that. But again, if you guys are now in the industry and you're looking for a podcast to just continue and to learn what to do once you break into the industry and we have guests coming in, and experienced reps sharing their experience, tips that we learned. I share my own journey on how I took the lowest performing territory in the nation to top 10 and how we've been able to help associates go to full line reps in under a year. I just wanted to let you guys know, go to check out first year in medical device sales, just search that and that will come up. And then again, you guys to just everyone out in our course, literally just got back from a walk, got multiple offers today. Um, so I, again, we haven't accepted any of them, but just being able to work with uh, all of our different people getting offers today. It's been such a fun, fun ride and, and just continuing to see the success in the course. So if you guys are really serious about it, again, we only take five people at this moment. And if you would like to break into medical device sales, our average person breaks in in under 10 weeks at 9.8 weeks at over $91,000. And so again, all I tell you guys is it is an investment, but all I do is save you time and money. That's all we do because we offer mock interviews, mock role plays. We Again, for us at this point, it's not if you get the job, it's when you get the job because we're teaching you everything you need to do. And then also our people know what to do once they break into the industry. And so again, as long as you are looking at this as an investment, I know it's going to benefit you guys. Um, again, don't ever ask for anything. That's why we put all this great free content out to you because hopefully it's helpful and you can use that. But if you guys are looking for that coaching, for that guidance, for that mentorship, that is something I would just encourage you to look at. So just click the link below. Um, but really excited to be bringing you our guest today. I wanted to have her on because she is somebody who she's going to go so far in life and was able to graduate before she, uh, or able to get a job before she graduated. And there's a lot of college seniors who just graduated are looking for jobs or people about to graduate. And so I thought this was a great timing to be able to share our guest. But again, just want you guys to know how much we really appreciate you. If you can press a like and subscribe as you go through this channel and a five-star review helps us grow this podcast so we can help even more people. It means the world. But again, let's get into this episode and get after it. Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin. And today we have a very, very special guest who I'm so excited to bring to you guys today because this guest is only 22 years old, was able to receive a job offer from one of the largest medical device companies in the world before she graduated. And the thing that you're going to learn today is I wanted to have her, I begged her to come on the podcast today because she handles herself in such a professional and mature manner. And the reason I wanted to have her on here is I hope every person that is thinking about being in medical device sales can just listen to how our guest Gianna talks and how she carries herself and how she like keeps to morals and values, because I'm just going to say this to everyone listening. You all have a lot to learn. So that is why we have Gianna on. So Gianna Sabatini, welcome to Got the it. show. Thank you so much, Jacob. And I'm really 
honored to be on here. I've been a longtime listener at this point, so I appreciate you having me. No, we're so excited to have you. And um, I had to practice your last name like 12 times before we got you on. I'm, uh, if you guys have listened to this podcast, you know pronunciation is not my strong suit. But uh, no, I just wanted to have you on like we talked about um, is just how you handle yourself. When you and I first chatted and talked and the first thing we were just talking off air is you called me Mr. McLaughlin. And you know, when I used to do that back in the day, uh, people would be like, man, you make me feel old. Now I understand what they're doing, but it always came out of the respect thing. Cause I did the same thing until they tell you not to always call them Mr. Mrs. And the above. And you just, from the mo first moment I, we talked, I, I knew there was something special in how you were handling yourself. And then to watch you go through your journey of getting hired really quickly with a top company, which is by no surprise. And no matter what you're facing, you're able to stay positive and get that. So just want to tell you first off, congratulations, but so excited to have you on the show and can't wait to have you share your story with everyone. Oh, thank you so much. You're so kind. And you know what? I couldn't have done it most definitely without listening to the podcast, connecting with you beforehand and everything like that. So all the thanks to you. Of course, of course. So this is your show. Tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> yeah. So a little bit of background is, as you kind of mentioned, I just graduated um, from UC San Diego in June. Um, anytime I was really asked growing up what I wanted to be, I said a physician. I think that kind of stemmed from my mom would always tell me like growing up, like your health is the one thing to an extent you can't buy. Um, you know, it's most important. And so I think that kind of got me interested. And then also in high school, um, I volunteered in a hospital and I saw the impact a physician could have giving somebody a treatment plan, telling them they could go home. And I was like, I want to have that same impact. And then just having that intellectual curiosity, I guess, also just in kind of like human biology and anatomy. And so going into college, I was, you know, dead set pre-med, I'm going to go to medical school. Um, and twist and turns throughout the process, but ultimately going into my junior year, I decided I didn't want to become a physician, but a physician assistant. I didn't want to, you know, wait the 10 to 15 years to start treating patients. Also, you know, the debt associated with um, medical school. And so at that point, um, in order to apply to any PA program, you have to get clinical hours. And so I got a job in a hospital as a patient transporter. And that position was great in that I got to go to all the different areas of the hospital, talk to different providers. And through that experience, I ultimately realized I didn't want to be on the provider end of medicine. <laughs> I was still really interested in healthcare, improving patient outcomes, but I realized my, I guess, fulfillment and passion didn't come from being the one directly treating the patient. And so um, that realization, I guess you could say, came between like my uh, junior and senior year of college. And so I was like, okay, still interested in healthcare, but what are we going to do now? And yep. so just started researching and through that found out about the medical device industry. And I was like, this seems perfect. It kind of combines my interest in healthcare, improving patient outcomes, the technology in the space um, with more of my like entrepreneurial side, I guess that makes me want to be able to connect like my financial success to the hard work that I'm putting in. And so ultimately then going into my senior year, I left my job at the hospital to get some more experience on the business and sales side of things. And so I got a job with a company down here that specializes in the diagnosis and treatment of sleep apnea. And so in that role, I was able to go over clients' home sleep study results with them and facilitate the sale of like CPAP, BiPAP equipment. So get a little bit of experience on that end. Um, and then also just throughout that year, I found your podcast. And so 
just took all the advice you gave, started networking like crazy. Really, it was unique in that it, I wasn't applying to jobs yet. So it was really just like reaching out, um, connecting with people, educating myself on the different companies, divisions, um, everything like that. And so then when I did get closer to graduation, it was like, all right, I kind of have some background knowledge. Um, and then it was ultimately through networking, I think, like everyone else in this industry uh, that I ended up breaking in. Uh, well, first off, it's, it wasn't just that. As you guys can hear, I hope you heard that story. And I hope you all were like, man, I didn't do half that. I haven't done any of that. And no wonder she broke in so quickly. Because the thing I just want to talk to Gianna is like, first off, you did what so many people never do. And I've never understood it. It always made sense to me like you did. But like you wanted to be a PA, you, you made that ch transition from a physician, which again, I didn't want to go. I got told, hey, you should go do this stuff. I didn't go to OT school because $150,000 in debt to go make 80 grand. The math just didn't add up to me, right? To some people. And I'm always like this. If it's your passion, that's what you want to do. And you know, that's the rest of your life. Great investment to me. I didn't love it enough to do it. Same thing with you. Didn't love it enough to go be a physician, do 15 years. I see it all the time. I actually still talk to med students. We get med students in our programs because they'll do it. And they're not in love with it. And then like, I'm gonna go take out a half a million dollars of debt to then work all the time and only make 200, 250, which again, when I say only it's, it's good living, but like you don't pay that off. Like it's not like you work two, three years and then all your debt's gone. Right. And so to your point, number one, I just need to state on is you loved it enough and you liked it to be like curious enough to be like, Oh, I'm going to go check it out. And I'm going to go get a job in that arena and it's not the exact job i want but a job in the arena where i get to go discuss talk see those people in their action and then learn from them which then you got to learn that i don't want to do this right so many people just tell me like oh i watched one of your youtube videos now i know i want to do this and i'm like you watched a video right like i watched one basketball game i knew i wanted to be a pro athlete right like th there's just certain things you have to actually do the work and kind of figure it out would you even want to be in this so that's number one i just got to touch to you but number two is you made a plan, right? So you, you went into the hospital, but then you're like, okay, what could I do to make myself even more like sell, sought out, sought after, right? If I go into this. And so then you put yourself out there again, left the hospital, you had that experience already. And then you put yourself into a sales opportunity to then go over it a little bit of clinical, right? And then you could speak to that and put yourself up. And then again, the last thing I need you guys all to hear is then you started networking, but the difference was, is you couldn't get a job even if you wanted to when you started networking, which was the almost the best thing for you. Because at that point, you're not trying to get a job. You're not trying to be like, hey, the messages I receive a thousand times a week. Hey, Jacob, just trying to pick your brain. Hey, Jacob, just trying to see if you have any opportunities in my area because I'm looking for a job, right? Most of you guys will send me that message. And I always just laugh because we say, again, it's not just about me. You send it to every single person's message. I'm just telling you what I get feedback from all the other reps and why they do not like that. It's you reached out just to learn, just to have an understanding. You mentioned that. I just wanted to understand what does a striker do? Medtronic do? J&J &J do? What's the different divisions that they offer? You know, oh, can I go into cardiac? Can I go into robotics? Can I go, what is the things I can go into? What fits me? What makes me more excited to go after, then you can narrow it down. And that's exactly what you did to then put yourself in a place to be successful. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I think the biggest thing is, especially if you're in college, is getting some experience because, you know, it's great to have great grades. It's great to show that you can, you know, do school, but really 
what helped me most throughout the interview process is having, you know, I worked pretty much the entire time in college and it was being able to draw on those experiences, have like concrete examples to relate how I could be successful in the position, even though I've obviously never been in med device specifically. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I just have to, uh, the reason I'm smiling, if you guys are watching on YouTube and on the podcast, it's like, it's because you weren't lazy. I say this all the time. Like, you want to know why people, oh, Jacob, you've done that. I worked three jobs in college. My mom and dad sat me down when I was a senior in high school and they're like, we're so sorry, we can't afford anything. I had a scholarship that that's what put me through, right? So people don't know, I played basketball my freshman year, but then it's like, I couldn't afford, even with the scholarship, I'm like, I can't do this. So I made the conscious decision to go somewhere way cheaper, end up going, take a semester off and then went somewhere else that paid me. And then I worked at a gym at four in the morning to 9 a.m., went to class, then went to landscaping, came back, did basketball practice where I had a scholarship to be a student assistant coach. And then a lot of times I'd go to like a Bible study or I'd go home and do homework. And it's like, now it's 10 o'clock. So I'd leave my day at my house at 4 a.m. and leave at or get home at 10 p.m. as a junior in college, like at 21, 20 years old. Right. And that's when, like for me, every person who I personally know that was financially successful who saw me, they're like, dude, you got it. Just stay with it. Right. Like you're going to find something that will get you. And I found this career and it, and it helped me. Right. But what I can just say that is you worked during the time most people are doing beer bombs. They're just partying and stuff. And get, don't get me wrong. Are you going to do that? Yeah, you still have some fun in college. But what I'm just saying is, you know how many people reach out to me from college that, and you guys will all listen to this and some of you will be offended. And if you get offended, you needed to be offended because you're just lazy. It's like, y'all just sit around, do nothing, smoke weed, drink beer, do nothing. And then you're like, oh, I want to make a hundred grand. Let, let me just get on a call. Let me reach out to four people. Why am I not getting it? It's because you're lazy. It's because someone like Gianna is going to come and kick your butt. It's like me. I'll eat you all for breakfast because it's like you guys don't even do what you're supposed to do. And like, that's the thing I, we preach about this all the time. And it, it's always just like, screw the background. I don't care your background. I don't, I don't care if you were working at Wendy's when you were in college. You were just working. And you know what? I would actually respect you more if you're at Wendy's because guess what? We all know it sucks. You know what I mean? Nothing against Wendy's. I got, they got good nuggets, but like, and Frosties. But the whole thing is, is like, can you go and actually do the work and make sure you're putting yourself in uncomfortable positions and put yourself to be able to talk to that? Because that's what I'm saying. You guys are all like, Jacob, what do I need to do? All this stuff. You want to know what Gianna did? She was like, I'm not lazy. I did work. So when they're like, how can you handle this? Well, guess what? I handled a full workload and I handled a whole uh, time being in semester in college, 17 hours, whatever it was you took a semester and being able to balance that, showing that you have a responsibility, that you can be a self-starter, that you can do it all by yourself. And you could speak to that through the interview process instead of just being like, yeah, mom and dad just paid for everything, dude. It's cool. Now I just won't make some money. And that's what most college people do. Or they're like, and this is my other thing. I just have to touch on it because college kids are going to be like, oh, he's so mad at me right now. But it's like you waited till May to decide what you wanted to start thinking about doing with your life. You graduate in May or June. Like if you didn't hear anything in this whole story, Gianna was like, Hey, what am I trying to do with my life when she was a sophomore junior? And then, Oh, I'm, I think I want to do this. Let me go try it. That's the whole point of being in your twenties is trying literally everything. You know, I wanted to be a strength coach, then an OT, a physical therapist. I wanted to, you know, it's changed, but you got to go try it and taste it. And my, my personality is I'm going to go as hard as I can at it. I'm a type A, I'm going to dive. I'm going to take loans out. I'm going all in. But what most people do, and that's why they're not successful, and that's why 
I always say I'm very transparent. Why people usually under the age of 25 years old are like a pain to work with is they're emotional. They don't think anything through. They're just going off feelings compared to what you did is you're logically thinking, you're trying to see what's going to be the best work for you or best opportunity for you and where you want to take your life because you have goals and you're not just going to waste it away. And then you're just going to go try it and be willing to put in the work. And so I have to go on those long rants where you guys are like, geez, Jacob, just shut up because I need you guys to hear it because I said this in our office hours yesterday with the course. Everyone tells me I'm going to work hard, air quotes, work hard, but I'm going to make a whole podcast just about this. But if I audited your time, if I said, what are you doing from the moment you wake up to the time you go to bed? I can guarantee majority of you people, especially in college, are sitting on TikTok and Instagram for way too long compared to going after your dreams and hustling like you all grind and have your guys' fake leased cars and anything that's not even real anyway. So it's like, how about you actually go put in the time and the effort and the work that you're supposed to go after? Then trying to flex for someone on Instagram or TikTok and then tell people you're going to go make all this money when you're not even making 50 grand a year yet. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I think also the biggest thing is exactly it's like actions speak louder than words. And that's, I think, exactly what I carried through the entire interview process. It was having things like because you can say you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. Like, that's awesome. But like, that doesn't do anything for people who don't know you. So it's like, how do you actually exemplify that, you know, you can match your actions to your words. And so that's where the business plan comes in. That's where the brag book, especially and like, my advice is keep the things like if you get comments from managers, emails, whatever, keep them now, because then it's like, you can just quickly, I was having to go through emails and everything to find like past recommendations and stuff. And I didn't have so many of them because I didn't keep records. Um, But that was like another big thing. And so like you said, it's like, So many people are like, oh, like I'm doing all these things or I'm such a hard worker, but then it's like, that's awesome. And like, I'm sure you are maybe, but it's like, how do you actually prove that and like convey that? Um, Because it's important to be able to obviously articulate it through your experiences, but then having kind of like tangible things to show somebody is really also important. No, that's such a good point. The one thing I'm just going to say to you guys, because I always say this, if you have to go tell people how hard you work now, don't get me wrong. You guys are going to be like, well, Jacob, you tell us what you're doing all the time that you're waking up early, right? It's because it's what I was just going to make the whole comment about scoreboard. My past tells everything. The reason I tell you guys is to be like, holy crap. Okay. Now I maybe should get it. But I say I moved out here, made $24,000. My first year woke up at 4 a.m. I've been doing 4 a.m. since I was in college. You just heard me. I was up at 4 a.m. A lot of times I didn't get home till 10 p.m., 10.30 from a Bible study. Like I didn't stop because I didn't have an option. You know, you just have to keep going. And so the reason I'm just saying that is because if someone's going to tell you how hard they're working, it usually means they're not working very hard because it's an insecurity that they have to feel that they're secure in and they're going compared to. If you can tell someone you can work hard, here's the difference though. What you just said, can you back it up? Can you show your resume that you worked at these different places and actually work there, right? That's the whole thing is, and here's just the thing. I was just talking to one of my buddies. He's a kid who broke into medical device sales, 23 years old, and he was making 20K a month in his first year. Everyone's like, how do you do that? Because we were having this talk. He just continues to grow. But we were saying how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you're that person who just cuts corners, you're always going to cut corners in every aspect in your life. And there's going to be people like myself who can help you get to where you want to do and where you want to go and know who doesn't want to work with you. People like me, 
because we don't want to be with people who want to cut quarter. I like for me, I literally, when I had $66 to my name, I never asked for a handout. I never asked, man, I see these guys having hundreds of thousands of dollars. Hey, can you just give me it? No, I just said, can you just give me a, an area of what I need to work on to so I can be there one day? I saw that as motivation, not as like, oh, it must be nice, right? And that's what most of the world does is they'll see you, they'll see Gianna that she just got this job with the top company in the world that she worked her butt off. And most of you guys are going to be listening to this and be like, yeah, but she just got lucky. Oh, yeah. Oh, I wish I was a cute girl and I just got it because I hear that all the time. I just saw it on TikTok. Oh, if you're good looking, you can break. That's the only way you can break in, right? It's the people are always going to have excuses, but can you actually go and put in the work, do it, and then continue to show up every single day and just how like we talked about at the beginning how you've carried yourself you're always respectful uh, let me just tell you guys this when i told gianna to call me at 2 p.m she called me at 2 p.m on the dot when i would tell her to, this just happened i was like hey text me next tuesday at 10 a.m 10 a.m on the dot bam that's the things you can't teach is can you just be that responsible and that's when, when she did that the first time, I knew everything I needed to know about Gianna. And so that's the thing I want you guys to really hear about. So now I'm going to give some slack to the younger generation and be like, oh, geez, Jacob, he's just attacking us. It's because I just want you guys to be successful. Hopefully you just hear that. I hope you guys just hear. I'm just trying to be like a hard big brother or like an uncle to you guys that just wants you to be successful. And most of you guys need a little tough love and say, hey, come on, Buck, like, let's get going. But now let's get into this. Gianna, tell us about your interview experience, why you were going through college how that kind of looked like for you? Yeah, so I guess once I got closer to graduation, you know, I had the goal of getting into the medical device industry. I spoke with um, you some. I mean, I'd been listening to your podcast for so long at that point. It really gave me an amazing roadmap. And then also um, the ebook, I use that for like business plan and everything. And um, for at least my process, it was all through networking. Ultimately, I had applied to the position, but um, I got on a call with one of the members on the team that um, the position I was for. And she, you know, we had a good conversation. And it was the same thing when I reached out to her, I wasn't like, oh, hey, you know, I applied to this job. Like, can you like connect me with the right people? It wasn't that it was like, I was got on the call with her to learn more about what yep. she does and like express a genuine, you know, curiosity in, you know, the company, in the um, area, the division. Um, and so at the end, I was, what I ultimately did, I was like, you know, I did apply for this position. Do you have any advice or anything to better like educate me um, if I do end up going through the interview process? And she, you know, was nice enough to send my resume onto the recruiter and that's really how the ball got rolling. And so my kind of point in telling all of this is that I think the biggest thing when reaching out to people is not asking them for anything. It's really doing your background research on as much as you can, obviously yeah. on who they are, but then also what company they work for, what division are they in? Look it up, have questions ready because everyone's busy. And so especially people in medical device, um, if you're, getting on the phone with them, like, don't waste their time. And it, it's just everything you say in your podcast. I'm not bringing anything new here. Um, so I really advise you're, this to go. No, you're restating all, <laughs> all the truth to it. And like, yeah. but to your point, it's, that's why I had that giant grin on my face is because again, we talk about this all the time is when you don't come expecting, which every single person who reaches out to me, Hey, Jacob, I want this. I've had people who I didn't respond within 30 minutes. And they're like, 
giving me a second message being backhanded comments, passive aggressive. Like, first off, you would never do that to my face. Uh, let me just make that really clear. And number two, it's like, you're an entitled brat that I will never help. And that's how most of you guys come off. Like, I, I don't know how else to say it and because you need to just hear it. When you say, hey, just want to pick your brain, you're talking to a person that you're trying to learn how to come in and make an average of $177,000. Do you think the best language to reach out to that rep where you want to make 200 grand in an uh, area where the average position is getting 500 applicants from people who know how to make money, you think your best chance is I want to pick your brain? No, it's being professional. It's called, hey, actually treat them with respect and go. Number two, you're just coming to learn what you did, Gianna. And that's why, guess what happens when you literally want to just learn? Because all we do is teach as reps, they want to help you. But everybody else says, no, 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 I, 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 need, to, I need some help. I'm, I'm trying to get in and I'm really important. And so I need you to help me when we don't know you. I don't know your background. I don't know if you're a hard worker. I don't know if you're even a good person. But that's what everybody does. And compared to, when you just can come and just be willing to learn, let me just do this real quick because I've said it probably a billion times in my office hours, and I say this inside our course, but let's bring it back to dating real quick. There's a cute girl at the bar. Every time someone walks up to that cute girl, she gets attention, they buy her a drink, and tell her how pretty she is. But if you're the person that goes up, grabs a drink, look at her, don't really say anything, she looks at you and say, aren't you going to buy me a drink? And you grab your drink and say, no, why would I? And walk away. Who do you think out of the whole bar that person's going to think about? It's going to be the person who didn't do what they're used to getting, right? Bring it back to medical. Why does that matter, Jacob? That didn't make any sense with medical device sales. The reps are the pretty girls. And all you guys are coming in and every person, every guy, every girl is coming in, messaging them and saying, want to pick your brain or I have some jobs or I'm available for a job. Do you know of any? Compared to when you can actually just be the person who's like, I literally just want to learn about your division, your life. Oh, I saw that you worked. I, I took the 10 seconds to look at your LinkedIn, and I saw that you worked at Medtronic, Johnson & Johnson, and Stryker. And I saw it was different divisions. Can you tell me about the different divisions you were in and what made you make those changes? That one thing I just said would get most of you guys an interview. But most of you can't do that. You're just too selfish. You think about yourself all the time. And that's why you don't get anywhere. So to Gianna's point, like she's doing the right things. And that's why she got to where she's at. Because again, when you just come with no expectations, you're literally just trying to learn. And this is why I, it's going to hurt everyone's feelings. But like you're willing to put in the work and you expect nothing. And you're hoping like, yeah, of course, we hope that it turns into something. But guess what? You're not disappointed because you're not expecting. You know, it might take 17 other people you have to call. But you're okay with it. That's the difference. Um, so that's the one thing I just wanted to really state because Gianna, you, you did such a great job. And when we talk about just being able to, how to carry yourself and being able to go now, can you tell us what it was kind of like being a college student? Because we've gotten so many college students hired before graduation date actually happened, right? Excuse me. What was that like with midterms or sorry, finals, all that stuff while you were going through that process with these companies? Yeah, I'm definitely not going to sit here and be like, oh, it was super easy. And it was like the greatest, yeah. you know, journey. It was hard. Like I was, it was the last like three weeks of the quarter. So there was a lot going on. I was still working like 20 hours a week. I <laughs> I would work Monday, Wednesday, Friday, have classes Tuesday, Thursday. And then obviously like I made, it's what you're willing to make a priority. Yep. And yep. that's what it comes down to. If anyone says like, oh, I don't have time because I have X, Y, or Z, it's like, 
no, you're just not making it a priority, which is fine. And, you know, some people may disagree with me on that and I get it. Well, but, they're not, um, well, they can disagree and I'll just tell them they're wrong. It is yeah, and, you're talking to a personal trainer. It doesn't matter if it's two in the morning, three 30 in the morning or seven o'clock at night. If you're going to get a workout and you want to be healthy and you want to actually be fit, you'll find the time. So exactly. to your point, it's a thousand percent correct. If anyone that's listening, no, but you, let me, let me hit you with this one, guys. No, but you don't have kids. No, you don't have a family. No, you don't have called. You know, you all, we all have life. We all have stuff going on. The only difference between winners and losers is losers complain about what they have. And the winners just say, okay, this is life and we'll still make it work. Exactly. And so it was, it was definitely difficult in terms of just making everything still work um, because I am somebody, I don't like to let anything fall through the cracks. Like I don't want to let like school go because I'm trying to do these other things. And so it was really just managing my time well, which luckily because I've been working and doing school for so long, like I know how to kind of do it already. And it was just being proactive. Like if they told me, oh, if you make it to this point in the interview process, you're going to have an in-person interview on this day, which for me would mean flying because it was an out-of-state position. Um, I had a final like presentation I was supposed to be on campus for. I had to get approval from the department to like miss it. And so even though I didn't know if I was going to make it you know, to that round of the interview, I was emailing the department and getting the approval to like submit my final by um, whatever Zoom like recording. Yeah. And so it, it was just being super proactive and like juggling things. And I'm not going to sit here and say there weren't a couple moments of like, oh my gosh, this is way too much. Um, but I think it's just, if you really want something, it's being able to just go for it no matter what and not make excuses on whatever else is going on. Yeah. And that just so you know, that's why I know you're going to be such an amazing rep and you're going to do so well because exactly what you went through is medical device sales. It's not like you guys just have one account. It's not like you have one case going on. There's so many times you have multiple cases going on at different accounts, different areas of the city. You have to make sure that you plan that you've got cases all scheduled. I would look at my week the week before. So I knew what I needed before that and then get it all planned, get it dropped off, make sure we're doing there. Know that things are going to change. Know that you're going to have to over-communicate, that you're going to have to do stuff. You were already doing everything you needed to. Plus you had the work ethic. And then again, just going what you can't teach. You did time management. Guess what? I go ask anything in, in college. People will be like, oh, I think I can do that. Oh, no, I didn't. No, you had to show it that you could prove it because guess what? You had to work a job and you had to put yourself through college, right? That's again, guys, when I'm saying all the work and all the things that you have to do, take your background away. We just knew that she could do time management because she literally was working a job to support herself and go to college. That by itself is time management. You know what I mean? So Gianna, I just, I need to just touch on that. And then the last thing I just need you guys to know is why I knew Gianna was going to, that, why I begged her to be on this podcast um, because Gianna actually joined the course and then she had some life stuff happen and she was at, had a, uh, get away from the course for a little bit. And this person is someone that, you know, she got back to me and she wanted to pay the full price for the course, even though she got the job with literally a week after or two weeks after joining the course. Um, and, and, you know, she, the reason I'm telling you guys, this is it shows her character. Again, I was like, no, please don't like, just come on the podcast, call it good. But the, what I'm telling you guys is when she didn't have to, her call to me was, I'm sticking to my word. I made this promise and I'm committing to you and I'm going to finish it no matter what. That's why I wanted to have you on this podcast, Gianna, because that's why I know just outside of medical device sales, you are going to do so well. 
you are going to do so well in your career and just also in life. And the reason I get a little touched up on it is because like most of you guys listening, most of you girls listening don't even understand the integrity that that takes. You will never understand what that actually means. And to have you, to be able to see that and watch you and just see the success you're going to have, like you haven't even scratched the surface. You're so young and you're going to do so many amazing things. And I wanted to have you on the podcast, hopefully to teach others that maybe they can look up to someone like yourself and how you've handled yourself through this process, maybe give some encouragement to them. Um, But also I just wanted to come on here and just give you some praise real quick because how you handle yourself as a person is it's truly inspiring at such a young age. And this is not even the beginning for you. Um, So I just wanted to say this to you because how you've handled yourself through all these situations, putting yourself through college, just everything in life, it is truly amazing to watch. And I just wanted you to know that. So I just want you to know how proud I am of you. I just want you to know congratulations on all of your hard work and just who you are as a person. Your parents did an amazing job and you're going to do a lot of great things. Jacob, I like don't even have words and thank you first of all so much that really like truly means a lot um, coming from you especially you're somebody who now at this point I've looked up to for a very long time and genuinely couldn't have gotten to where I am without you Um, so really it's all the like I said all the thanks to you and um, I really appreciate all the kind words but like I said you know um, especially you know for younger college students, whoever it is, like, you are such a valuable resource. um, And, you know, there's not a lot of, there's nobody else doing what you're doing, giving the information you're giving, being willing to help so many other people in the capacity that you do. And so really, thank you. Yeah, no, it's it's always fun. But just so you all know, that's listening right now. This is why everybody will ask me why. Why do I put out all this stuff? Why do I get on the thousands of phone calls a year? Why have I done stuff for the last three years and sacrificed everything? It's for moments like this right here. Because you were able to go land your dream job. You're now going to go do awesome things in life. You're going to go make a difference, not only in the patient's lives that you're going to help, but also in your life, because you're going to be in a spot financially and in your career that you can go and make a difference. And so that's why I do it. That's why I love it. It's why it's so much fun for me to watch you all grow get to be a part of your journeys. Um, and, and it's why I built this community because it's just, it's been so much fun. Um, but to, to end it for everybody, cause we do this every time people are going to reach out to you and you're going to be like, oh, Gianna, what can I do? Even though you already said it 20 times in the podcast, ah, oh, what can I do to break into medical device sales? What's your advice for them? Oh man. Yeah. I would say just reach out with a genuine interest, genuine curiosity to as many people as you can be respectful, like have your questions ready. And then just, if there's something you want, go after it with everything. Don't make excuses and be prepared. Um, That would be my best advice, but also I'm always willing to jump on calls or whatever it is with people. So many people have helped me get to where I am. So I just want to give back in that same, same capacity. So I'm on LinkedIn, search my first name, last name, please reach out. I love that. And like I say to everybody, when you guys do do that, don't be weirdos. Um, there's a lot of weirdos out there. We don't like weirdos. Uh, again, just understand Gianna's going to be very busy. And I can just tell you from this podcast, you're going to get a lot of messages because um, there's a lot of people. But the one thing I will just say to everybody, because I usually say this off air, but I think it's time I finally say it on air to people. I know there's people who've listened to my podcast for years. I know there's people who reach out to every single one of our guests. And I know there are people who are just wasting their time. 
And what I would just say is if you haven't started reaching out, like in the reason I'm saying this is I've had a person who reached out to one of my guests, they've listened to me for a year and a half and they still, still have never reached out to more than three people on their own. They just reach out to our guests to ask what they should do, but then they don't actually do it. The reason I'm saying that is stop wasting everybody's time. If you're not that serious person, we don't even want you on here. Um, because again, as you can tell, we only want people who want to actually go make a difference in their lives. And so if you are going to reach out to people, make sure that you're being intentional. And lastly, what we already talked about, don't be selfish. Don't come here and ask Gian what you can get from it. Because guess what? We put it all out there for free. You're just too lazy to go watch it all. And so what I would just say is if you're going to go and get on a phone while Gian is working and doing all this stuff and learning with training, that you actually make the most of that phone call and then come with a heart that's actually ready to learn um, instead of hey, you broke in, so you should just be able to help me, which is a lot of the people that reach out because we live in a world that everyone feels like they're entitled um, when you all deserve nothing. I don't believe I deserve anything. And the only reason I have what I have is because I've sacrificed everything and put in the work. And guess what? You can get it all taken away tomorrow. And guess what? We'll be up at 4 a.m., 5 a.m. the next day and back to it, right? So that's what I would just encourage you guys um, as you do reach out to Gianna because she is a wealth of knowledge. She is so far ahead of her time and she's going to do so amazing. Um, but I would just make sure that you guys come prepared and you don't waste time because she's going to have a lot of people reaching out to her after this. So Gianna, I just want to say congratulations once again from us. And I just want to tell you how proud I am and know you're going to do absolutely amazing in this industry and just in life. And want to just say thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Jacob. It's been an honor. <laughs> it's been an honor to have you. And we're just so blessed to have you. And to everybody who's listening, if you guys would press that like and subscribe button, a five-star review helps us grow this channel. And if you guys are really interested in breaking into medical device sales and want to be able to lay in jobs before graduation, if you're that college student or you're looking in and wanting to break in because you're in a, that transition in your career, our average person at the moment of this recording is getting in an under 10 weeks at 9.8 weeks at $91,000. Uh, of the recording that we have today, I actually just got two people hired this week. We got Kate and Lauren both hired uh, with Medtronic and Boston Scientific. Both of them didn't have any sales experience and they both came in over 100K. And uh, Kate was seven and a half weeks and Lauren was eight weeks in the course. And so the reason I'm just saying that is so you guys can see we actually have real people who do do the course, who do have the success. And all we do is save you guys time and money. So if you guys are interested, feel free to reach out. We've been able to help over a thousand people in the last two and a half years. It's literally what I love to do. And if you guys are really serious, and I mean really serious about breaking into medical device sales, we can help you. If you're not that serious, please don't reach out because I will tell you we're not interested because we only take five people at this moment um, because we want to only work with serious people. So really appreciate you guys. If you are interested, feel free to reach out. You can follow us on LinkedIn as well, New to Medical Device Sales and all the other social medias or Jacob McLaughlin on LinkedIn as well. But until next time, I hope you guys have an awesome week. Go after your goals and we'll see you on the next one. Peace.